I'm Dave Champion. With what's been going on in the United States for the last nine months and how Americans have responded to it, I didn't think that my uh, respect or confidence in my fellow citizens could get any lower than it was. And November 4th and November 5th proved me wrong. I have to admit, I honestly don't know what motivates people to spread baseless, evidenceless conspiracy theories. I, do they really believe it? Um, do they think it makes them sound, I don't know, in the know or somehow intelligent? <laughs> the irony, somehow intelligent to spew absolute bullshit? There's a lot of talk about that the votes aren't being properly counted, and I'm, I'm going to get into why all of that is. But I think the very first thing we should do when we talk about votes not being properly counted is to look at how the ballot counting process actually works. I'm going to guess probably 95 to 98% of the people who are talking about how ballots are counted and how unfair it is and the fix is in and they're corrupt have no clue how it actually works. Do you know why we have legislatures and we have three different branches of government? Because diffusion of authority or diffusion of power is considered the safest construct. If you have to have government at all, diffusion of power is considered the safest construct. So I bring that up to make the point that diffusion is exactly how votes are counted. The, the, I hear these crazy conspiracy theories, and I imagine the people who, who are parroting them must be thinking there's some evil dude, and he's all alone in a room, and he's cooking all of the ballot results. Ah! You know it doesn't work anything like that, right? In the United States, ballots are counted almost exclusively at the county clerk's office. I want to start with the premise, and I'll return to this towards the end of the video, with the premise that States and county clerks have spent the last decade trying to get rid of paper ballots and move to voting machines where the information is digital and it's uploaded to the county clerk's office in a snap. And so basically, by the, by the time most of us go to bed on election day, we know the results, right? That's what government has been working towards for a decade. But because of the virus, this year, things completely flipped. Instead of heading down that road of 100%, close to 100% digital voting, we ended up with a gigantic, unexpected amount of paper ballots. I say unexpected in the terms of over the last decade. Nobody anticipated five years ago that here in 2020, county clerk's offices would be buried in paper ballots. We have county clerk's office. For instance, in the county that I live in, I'm going to guess there's like 20 people working in the county clerk's office. Uh, so I suppose <laughs> it's remotely possible that all 20 of them could conspire together, whether they're Biden supporters or Trump supporters, would almost certainly be Trump supporters. In this county, um, I, I don't know what the numbers are for this year, but in 2016, 81 or 82 percent of the residents of Nye County voted for Trump. So here, if there was going to be a conspiracy, odds are it would be a pro-Trump conspiracy. So I guess somebody could hypothesize that they could get all of the employees of the county clerk's office to sit down and agree that they were going to miscount votes in order to give the election to Donald Trump. But of course, this is a very sparsely populated, we're gigantic, I don't know, the third, fifth, something largest county in the United States. 
but we've got like 40,000 people in the whole county. So our county clerk's office is pretty small. You get places like Los Angeles, which is in Los Angeles County, and you get like Clark County just down the road from where I live. And there are literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people who work for the county clerk's office in those locations. And that's the way it is in most of the big urban centers across America. So the idea that anyone has the power to conscript all of those hundreds and hundreds of people into a plot on behalf of one or the other of the political parties and get all of the people involved in the ballot tabulation to lie so that this guy or that guy can unjustly and corruptly seize the presidency is just fucking ignorant. How would you do that? Even in this county, Nye County where I live, where I said there's 20 employees, all it takes is one to say, even if they agree politically with their, with their coworkers, all it takes is one to say, wait a second, this is just wrong. And go to like a big television station in Las Vegas and the whole the cat's out of the bag, right? And that's a little, little tiny county here. So you can imagine the odds that somebody would go to the press with that sort of conspiracy concerning ballot counting uh, in a large urban center is exponentially greater. There is no way to pull that off. Um, and of course, if somebody like the county clerk was trying to do a top-down corruption process, uh, yeah, the employees are going to, one or more of the employees are going to go to the press and say, look, here's the instructions we've been given. And I brought a witness with me. Okay. So, and the whole thing will be blown out of the water. So we've got these literally, I don't know how many counties there are tens of thousands of counties across the United States. And each one has a county clerk's office. Within those county clerk's office, you have anywhere from a handful of people, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. And somehow, somehow, they're all conscripted into a plot so that your political adversary can win the presidency. I mean, it's just a name. Now, somebody might say, okay, so the counties are going to deliver the information to, this, to the state's secretary of state. And that's where the fix is in the secretary of state is going to rig the numbers so that your political adversary gets in the White House. And so, no, because the secretary of state has to certify all the numbers from the counties. And that document is available to the county clerks. So no, the secretary of state can't cook the numbers anyway. I guess unless you're a conspiracy theorist has your head up your ass. So my point is the ballot counting, the ballot tabulation, like I talked about diffusion, is diffused throughout the United States. It's diffused within the states. It's then diffused down to the counties. And it's then even diffused down to the people who work in the county clerk's office. There is no grand conspiracy. Your political opponent is not going to end up in the White House because the votes were miscounted. Now, with that said, could there potentially be here or there some little tiny thing going on? Of course, because I've talked about this in previous videos. Elections are run by humans and humans are flawed. So yeah, it's possible that somebody, little guy over there is trying to cheat or somebody over there is trying to cheat in some small way. But you know, so somebody in a nation, I'm just gonna throw out an arbitrary number here. You know, 70,000 votes for that guy or that gal. And somebody managed to manipulate 119 votes. Okay, yeah, so get over it. So now I want to address some, <laughs> some of the nutty, false conspiracy claims that I have seen as I've gone about social media. Um, I'm just going to talk about 
a couple of them, three, four, and, that, and that's it. Because, yeah, I can go on for hours with the nonsense. So the first one I want to address is the story that in Arizona, election workers were handing out Sharpies to voters because when the voter filled in the little oval with a Sharpie, it would render the ballot invalid. The ballot counting machines that they use could not count a ballot if it was done with Sharpie. Okay, so first of all, that is social media nonsense. I want to start with the concept that, say you're a poll worker, so you're standing behind your little table and somebody comes up and says, hi, here's my little voter ID. Like here in Nevada, we, they, when you register, they send you a little voter ID card, right? Just a little piece of paper. So here it is. Oh, okay, Mr. Jones, let me see here and uh, let's pull this up. Yes, there's your ballot. Okay. So tell me, you're putting yourself in the role of the poll worker. How do you know for whom that person was going to vote for president. Because the claim is being made in this particular case by Trump supporters that their ballots are being invalidated by evil conspiratorial democratic poll workers handing them Sharpies so their, their, their ballots don't count. Okay, but how would the poll workers know that any given voter coming through and picking up a ballot was planning to vote for Trump? That and that alone should tell anybody with an IQ above 50 that it's a BS social media nonsense story. But the whole technology side of it, that Sharpies invalidate a ballot, the machines can't process it. Is that true? Well, not according to the Arizona Secretary of State's office. And here's the statement from the Arizona Secretary of State. This is absolutely a non-issue. Every single validly cast ballot, regardless of the pen you used, is going to be counted. Yeah, dumbest shit ever. Another one I've seen going around is this really grainy, murky image. Supposed to be two screenshots side by side, but I kind of tried to blow it up a little bit to read the words, and I was like, what the hell? Probably because the photoshopping was so terrible. The image purports to show that at a particular time of the day, uh, Libertarian Party candidate for president Joe Jorgensen received uh, something like 67,000 votes. And then like eight hours later, it was miraculously like 24,000 votes. So it's like, oh, how could she have less votes six or eight hours later? Okay, so first of all, who do you think would have the most interest in reaching out to the election officials or filing a lawsuit if that was really taking place. Yeah, the Joe Jorgensen campaign. They haven't said a word because it's not real. It's not true. I'm sure there are people saw it on the internet, called the office, the county clerk's office or the state secretary of state's office and said, what's up with this image? And they said, okay, let us show you what the actual numbers were as they accumulated throughout the day. And Jorgensen's people said, oh, all right. So yeah, internet nonsense. The next one is great because the numbers constantly jump around because it's not a true story. Uh, and it's supposedly, I forget the state, and it's not important because it's not true anyway, that suddenly 137,000 or 156,000, fill in your own number, of ballots that were lost were suddenly found and 100% of them were for Joe Biden. Okay, so yeah, that never happened. Um, it's 
spreading like wildfire all over social media, and you know there's people on the hard right who are spreading that. The reality is it just never happened. There's no evidence. It started with one douchebag on a far-right website making that claim, and that was it. Uh, somebody on Twitter repeated his claim, and boom, off like wildfire. Problem is, nothing like that ever happened. There's, there's no evidence. That's the key part. Zero evidence that that ever occurred. But to the people supporting it, the evidence isn't important because it promotes what's in their head in this particular case, that there's this, you know, deep state democratic plot to get Joe Biden into office and the people over at the whatever secretary of state's office or some county, wherever they allege it happened, they suddenly just miraculously produced 137,000 ballots they didn't know existed before. Give it a fucking rest. The last two I'm going to touch on are, is the claim that vote counting has been stopped. Somebody used the phrase paused. Okay. And this is again an evil politically motivated plot so that your political adversary, your enemy, can assume the Oval Office. So no. Um, <laughs> what's really happening is, we've talked about the county clerk's office and how they're staffed, and of course the staffing is proportional to the population of the area. So for instance here we have 40,000 people, we have somewhere in the range of about 20 people working in the office. You might have a county that's got 4 million people and it may have 2,000 employees, okay, but it's proportional. So the workload is proportional. Remember I talked about at the outset that for a decade government has been trying to move away from paper ballots, right? That's the purpose of voting machines. And they got deluged this year with paper ballots they never imagined they'd have to cope with in 2020. So what's happening is the county clerk's office is running these paper ballot machines, which have to be monitored. There's a whole hierarchy of how they're monitored. The employee, and, and by the way, obviously, as fast as those machines can run, and remember, they don't have as many machines as they should have had, had they been able to anticipate five years ago that this was going to happen, happen in 2020. So they have too few machines and they're, they're trying to get this job done. So literally what's been happening in a lot of these counties is the employees have been working 12, 14, 15, 16 hour days trying to get this huge mon monumental deluge of paper ballots counted. This is a good thing, right? We want them to do this. But at some point, the actual county clerk says, stop, go home, grab some sleep. I'll see you at eight o'clock tomorrow morning, right? It's not the military. There's no reinforcements coming. However many people work for the county clerk is how many people the county clerk has. So when those people have been working their asses off for 12 or 13, 14, 15 hours, and the clerk tells them to go home and sleep, that's being cast as some form of corrupt stop the vote counting because if the votes were counted, then my guy would win. That's why we have to stop the vote counting. The stupidity is just mind boggling. That anybody just can't figure out the simple ordinary things in life and have to, have to turn it into some political conspiracy is just, I don't even, like I said, I didn't think my confidence and respect for my fellow Americans could get any lower. Closely related to what we just talked about is another time issue. Okay, so we've been working towards getting as close to 100% votes on voting machines 
as possible. We've been working on that for the last decade, right? So the goal is that the results can be rendered as quickly as possible. That's not this year, right? We've talked about that. So what's happening now, we talked about you can only work people so hard, then you got to let them go home and get a little bit of sleep, maybe take care of their kids, whatever they have to do, and then come back, do it again. You might have to send them home to sleep the next night, and then they have to come back and work their asses off again the next day, okay? This is a monumental task that people outside the county clerk's office don't understand or appreciate or really care about. They just want what they want, right? So what's happening is the people usually of a particular political persuasion, they want the results right now. And if they can't have the results right now, it's a sign that the whole process is being corrupted and their guy is being undercut by political corruption. No, it's not. Depending on the state, you may be surprised to know that most state laws allow someplace between like somewhere in the November 20th range all the way out into the beginning of December. State law in virtually every state allows that period of time for the counties to resolve any discrepancies they have, any, any irregularities, come up with the very best numbers they can, get it to the Secretary of State, whose people then review it, and if they find any problems, they reach back out to the county clerk's office, blah, 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 blah. They go through this whole process. And the final stage is the Secretary of State for any particular state of the union then has to certify the numbers for his or her state. So these people that are screaming for that, that it's, it's a sign of political corruption, it's a sign that fixes in because they don't have the numbers they want right now is just nutty. Now, I want to talk about federal law for a moment. These people with these wild conspiracy theories, I have a news flash for you. You may not be aware the popular vote doesn't select the president in the United States. The way electors vote in the electoral college determines who's going to be president. So it may interest you to know that as far as the federal government is concerned, the states have up until December 8th to straighten out whatever they need to have straightened out and get their final numbers to the federal government. They don't have to do that until December 8th. Then the next date on the federal scale is the date the electors all meet and they vote on who is going to become the president of the United States. Your vote did not have any direct impact on that, depending on how your state works. Your vote is being translated into how electors from your state will vote when they go to the electoral college meeting, okay? So your individual vote, the popular vote, does not determine who is president. I think every American should know this from grade school, but apparently these conspiracy theorists do not, okay? So being that the electors will not cast their votes at the electoral college meeting until December 14th, why are these conspiracy nuts all bent out of shape? Because as I'm sitting here recording this today, it's two or three days after the election. Why are they all bent out of shape that they don't have their numbers right now? I have to say that what I've seen in the couple of days since November 3rd 
has been really, to me, really, really disturbing. The cockamamie theories, the claims, the, the conspiracy nonsense, the hatred, the angst, the allegations, the finger pointing. Jesus Christ, knock it the fuck off.